Welcome to this episode of PP31, Productivity and Proverbs 31. And if you're new, I want to say an extra special welcome. If you were referred by a friend, then thank you, thank you, thank you to your friend. And if you're a regular or semi-regular listener, can I just say, wow, I am honored and blessed beyond measure. Today, we are going to be wrapping up our spiritual gifts series where I have been trying to help you understand, unpack, and use your spiritual gifts. And we're going to finish that up. But I do have a favor to ask from you. If you have not gone over to Apple iTunes and left me a review, a starred and written review, could I please ask you to do that if any of these episodes have blessed you at all? I would be honored. It would be, it just helps me get, it helps us get the word out about the podcast and that's how we rank and that's how we're found by other folks like yourself who may be interested in some of these topics. And then I have one other ask. If you don't know about kathylanham.com, over there is where you get the free stuff. So we have freebies and downloads for you and opportunities. If you'd be interested in checking that out, I want to direct you that way because that's where the good stuff is. Now, As we get started, grab you a pen, maybe some things today need to be taken notes on. So grab a pen and a journal and we'll get started. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, a messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee, and let's get started. All right, I never thought when I started this series that we would be going four deep, but that's just the way that it has worked out. So as we've looked at our spiritual gifts, if you've been with me, then you know the following things. There's a variety of lists of spiritual gifts in the Bible. Spiritual gifts are given to Christians. So if that's a question, if you're wondering what a Christian is, or even if you're a Christian, wondering how to share your faith with your kids, can I please implore you to go take our five days to faith course. There's going to be a link in the show notes. It's There's a link over on kathylanham.com as well. But take that little short five days to faith course so that you can solidify and get some answers on that. So spiritual gifts are given to believers and the Holy Spirit is the one that chooses our gifts and he distributes them throughout the body to all believers so that we can build up, encourage, and edify each other. It's for the building up of the church. And we discussed that ecclesia, the word for church is ecclesia, and that means all believers. It certainly includes your own congregation, your own home place of worship, but it's got a bigger impact and a broader definition. So the ecclesia is for the whole of the church. So that's why we're given our gifts. Now, if you're a believer, you do have gifts. Let me just say that. Now, why would we want to know these? Why would we want to understand what the gifts are? Why would we want to unpack it? And then why would we want to use them? Well, the Bible gives us a multitude of reasons 
And the very first reason that you want to understand your gift is because they're given specifically for you for a specific job in the body. So it's simply being obedient to understand and use our gifts. It blesses and enriches our lives and not only our lives, but the lives of others. I firmly believe that it's a foundational precept of this podcast that you have a unique gift and talent for such a time as this in history and that we're to use those gifts. It also, when you understand, unpack, and use your gift, it's going to grow you as a person and as a Christian. It's going to stretch you. It's going to maybe put you in situations that you don't find comfortable, but that is God's plan for us to grow and to to be part of the body. And that is exciting. But using our gifts gets us off of Satan's sidelines, being an ineffective, unproductive Christian. And it gets us into God's game where we are serving and ministering. We're growing our character. We're using the fruit of the spirit and we're developing our gifts. So that's a huge one. And there is such joy when you are serving, helping, teaching, administrating, leading, actually using the gift that you've been given and seeing the fruit of that, it's amazing. And it's also an act of obedience. Because we're given these gifts, we're told to use them, then it's an act of obedience. So hopefully that's your, that'll be a good motivation for you to now take action. So we're here at this point where we're going to learn how to find out what those gifts are. So it's going to, I want to motivate you to take action. Now there's some roadblocks that you can come into as you're starting to question this, use and test out your gifts. There's some roadblocks. One is that some churches teach, oh, you just go to this seminar and you can learn what you, what you need to have and we'll lay hands on you and boom, you have a gift. I don't find that in scripture. If you find it in scripture, I would love for you to let me know. And another roadblock is just ignorance. We don't know what we don't know until somebody tells us. Fear is a huge roadblock to using your gift to its full potential. You have unbelief about that you really are gifted, or maybe you don't realize that you have the sin of unbelief, that you're using your your poor self-esteem or your poor self-worth or your, oh, I just could never be used by the Lord. That's not what he says. So buckle on the belt of truth. Look at what God says and then accept that. Face your fears and step out in faith. Another reason that we don't necessarily use our gifts is that we're just so busy. We're so busy doing our own egocentric life, running our own kids to all of their activities and doing our own thing that we're just busy. We don't make the time. Another roadblock that I always laugh about, because this is kind of what I thought in the beginning when I was a new Christian, is that, well, if I look at what my spiritual gifts are, then God's going to send me over to some bonga bonga land and he's going to ask me to be a missionary and he's going to ask me to give up all of my stuff and That's not the typical case. While some do have the gifting and calling of being a missionary, for most of us, we're not really called to the foreign mission field. And I've already said disobedience is one, but disobedience, we're just that we just don't want to, so we're not going to. Fair and simple, just like our kids. We're big kids when it comes to what God tells us to do sometimes. We just disobey. Or the next one is that we're just complacent. We're lazy. We don't care. It's like, eh, whatever. And we don't want to take the time. It's too much work. It's too much effort. And so we quit. Or we've tested out a few things that hasn't been our gift. And then we're like, yeah, I did that. No, I'm good. Another real roadblock is our own selfishness. And this can go along with some of the other ones, but we're selfish. And we want to keep our time and our money and our energy all for ourselves. We just want to have a good time. Girls just want to have fun, you know, but we're called to more. Then distractions are a major way that 
the devil can really, Satan can really get in there and just lead us right off the path. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It's just little things all day long. I told you before, I will chase any squirrel that comes running through the room because, you know, squirrel. When we settle for good rather than God's best, then we're distracted and we're not as effective as we could be. So I want to encourage you to not let that be a roadblock that hinders you because we're told to run our race with endurance. That brings me to the next point that could be a roadblock for you, and that's gift envy. And oh my word, don't even be pious and act like this doesn't exist or it's not a real thing. We look at the gifts we have and then we look at the gifts that our friend Gracie Mae has and we want what Gracie has, just like kids in the toy room. We want what somebody else has. We're not content. We have a spirit of discontent or we don't do our gifting as well as someone else does it. So we're like, ah, we'll just let them do it. So gift envy and comparison, playing that comparison game, that can be huge. And also it's kind of the flip side of that coin is gift projection where you want everybody else to do exactly what you're doing. Well, why don't they do that as good as me? Well, because that's not their gift. That's your gift that you're supposed to do well. They have their gift they're supposed to do well. And that's the beauty of it because we're not all an eye. We're not all an ear. We're not all a hand or a foot. We're all put together so that we need each other. We we depend on one another and we rely on one another. So that's some a few roadblocks that you can get in when you really get serious about checking out your gift. This is the question of innumerable worth. Well, how do I find out what my gift is? I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions and a couple of ways. Number one is pray and ask the Lord. I've already said this. I already told you this, but pray and ask the Lord. He does not want it to be a secret. He wants you to know and use your gift. So pray and ask the Lord, the Holy Spirit for wisdom and guidance. Then really think about and discern what is it that other people compliment you on, on a regular basis. Oh my gosh, you are so organized. I could have never done this in a million years. Thank you so much. You will never know how much that meal meant to me. You know what? I get so much when you teach a Sunday school lesson. When you explain stuff, I get so much out of it. You, you take these hard words and make them so that I can understand them. And, and you don't make me feel like a dummy or an idiot. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. What is it that you hear, those compliments that really make you feel good, that you're like, oh, well, anybody could do that. Well, maybe not. Maybe not anybody could just do that. So those could be indicators of the gifts that God has given to you because it's effortless for you to do it. You don't even think about it. And it could also be not only the things that people compliment you for, but what do you love to do? What would you do if you didn't even get paid for it? That's a good indicator of a job that you could, if you were wanting to create your own business or a podcast or to do something from your home, that's a good indicator of that as well. But what would you do? What do you? What just gives you joy? Maybe it's giving to missionaries. Maybe it's finding needs. Maybe it's coming alongside widows and orphans. Maybe it's serving. Maybe it's organizing. Maybe it's leading small groups. Maybe it's affecting change. So whatever that is, discern where those strengths are, because that can also be an indication of your spiritual gift. Now, I would say if you don't have an idea or a clue, or you maybe have, well, it could be this, or it could be this, what harm is there in trying it out? If you think, well, I might have the gift of teaching, teach. See if you can come alongside and be a helper. See if you can be a teacher. But I would say with teaching, try it out in a variety of age groups because you may not click with preschoolers, but man, you love high schoolers. You love the angst and the drama that comes with leading a high schooler to the Lord. 
Or maybe it's older, more mature women that you want to teach and instruct and you want to get wisdom from because you need that in your own life. So test it out, not just in one area, but in several different areas. And then there are different strength indicators, spiritual gift tests, spiritual gift indicators that you can... um, that you can look up and that you can take. And those are a guide. Don't take that as being the gospel, but those are great guides to say, oh, you know what? I may have giftings in these areas. And I truly believe we all have a primary gift that we have one thing that is really, we're really strong in, but you may have two or three or five other giftings as well. Okay, so I want you to try it out, test it out, and then look at your effectiveness. Look for confirmations as you are testing your gifts out, as you're using your gifts. Is it a struggle? Is it hard for you? Do you hate it? Does make, let's go back to teaching. If you're preparing your lesson for teaching and there's no joy in that, there's just a drudgery and you hate it and you find yourself, oh, I'll just look at it right before I run into class, then that might not be your gift. So there should be joy. There, it should be, it's not always going to be easy, but, and there should be some stretching and some growing, but where is it that you're effective? Where is it that you find confirmation that what you're doing is right and good? So those are just some ways. Those are some steps. So pray about it. You can take those little tests and indicators that would lead you to to discern what your spiritual gift is. You can look at what your natural strengths and gifts are. And then where do people compliment you? That might be a good indication. And then as you try your gifts out, as you experiment with what you think your gifts may be, how effective are you? What confirmations do you get that this is a good work for you? And friends, I am praying over you this day that you will discover what your spiritual gift is, that you will unpack that gift and find out what the Lord wants to do with you in this season of busyness, in this season when you have these littles, in this season where you're wondering, is it worth it anyway? I'll tell you again, yes and amen, sister. Yes, it is. Use those gifts. Step. Don't be in denial of your gift. Use it and use it to the glory of the Lord. And let's close just with a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you for these times together that we've had. Holy Spirit, I pray that times of refreshing will come to our souls, that you'll give us new eyes, that you'll have opened our ears, and that you'll show us ministries and opportunities that you will enable us and empower us to use our gifting for the glory of your kingdom. Father God, these days are getting more and more evil, and we need light radiating from each mother, each sister, each friend that's listening here today. So Father, I pray that in the glory and the power of your name. Amen. Guys, above all else, as you develop your character and as you use and grow in your the fruit of the Spirit, I pray that you'll go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you cannot help but be blessed yourself and be a blessing to me if you don't mind and go over and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and check out our course, Five Days to Faith. Until next time, it's Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, 
you'll be a blessing to others because when you're blessing to others you can't help but be blessed yourself take care Thank you.